Because you people and 62 million other Americans are listening to me right now. Because less than 3% of you people read books. Because less than 15% of you read newspapers. Because the only truth you know is what you get over this tube. Right now, there is a whole, an entire generation that never knew anything that didn't come out of this tube. Chief, believe me, you're in for a treat just as soon as Jimmy gets back here. Great Caesar's ghost. What's holding him up? You know I can't work without a good breakfast. Chief, Jimmy's bringing a box of Kellogg's sugar smacks. All the more reason for hurrying. Confounded, that boy knows I like those new sugar smacks. Major Domo, Chief of the Robots. Poetry is the great hope of man. No one told you life was gonna be this way. Well, Capitol Hill to work out a compromised health care plan. A roof collapsed at a supermarket in France. Be warned, some of this is going to be disturbing. This tube is the gospel, the ultimate revelation. This tube can make or break presidents, popes, prime ministers. This tube is the most awesome goddamn force in the whole godless world. And woe is us if it ever falls into the hands of the wrong people. What you listening to, son? I don't think you like it. Well, why not? I like this new generation of music. Mother of God, it's all toilet. She probably kidnapped herself. What do you mean, dude? Rug Piers did not do this. She owes money all over town. Oh, fucking It's all bitch. goddamn fake, man. What's good, nigga? Surprise, motherfucker. You unlock this door with the key of imagination. Beyond it is another dimension. A dimension of sound. A dimension of sight. A dimension of mind. You're moving into a land of both shadow and substance, of things and ideas. You've just crossed over into the Twilight Zone. When the 12th largest company in the world controls the most awesome goddamn propaganda force in the whole godless world, who knows what shit will be paid for truth on this network? Forty bystanders were shot. Twenty-one died in the biggest mass murder in American history. James Huberty, 41, and a father himself, shot everyone in sight, even this four-month-old baby. Breaking news now on CBS 2 News at 11, an active shooter situation on the Las Vegas Strip. Bet there's nothing left to do. 
We want to bring you up to date on a still active and developing situation at a large high school, the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. Uh, we have an active shooter that is still at large. There have been injuries. Don't be afraid, Dr. Tobor. I, Voltura, will show you how to dispose of this captain video. Special report. Here's Kate Snow. Good afternoon. We want to bring you up to date now on a deadly mass shooting three hours ago at a church in a small town in South Texas. It happened in Sutherland Springs, Texas. To go if you want to get yourself an aquarium. Fuck you. <laughs> bang, 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 motherfucker. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Am I wrong? You're not wrong, Walter. You're just an asshole. Okay, then. So you listen to me. Listen to me! Television is not the truth! Television is a goddamn amusement park! Television is a circus, a carnival, a traveling troupe of acrobats, storytellers, dancers, singers, jugglers, sideshow freaks, lion tamers, and football players! We're in the boredom-killing business! No, man, nothing is fucked here! Nothing is fucked?! No, man! The goddamn plane has crashed into the mountain! Are you gonna see? I'm gonna see who you fucking with. Hey, what's shorter? Give me a snap on a bag of crab chips from the corner. So if you want the truth, go to God. Go to your gurus. Go to yourselves. Because that's the only place you're ever going to find any real truth. No confirmation yet that the shooter or shooters are down. <laughs> December 7th, night. And a question of psychopath. The Orbi has nothing to fear. Okay, everybody ready to get your picture taken? To celebrate cheeseburger time at McDonald's, Ronald was taking pictures of all his friends. Okay. Smile and say cheeseburger. Cheeseburger. Very good. Here's a cheeseburger for you. Hey, who's next? Susie. All set? Okay. Smile and say cheeseburger. Very good. Here's a cheeseburger for you. You know McDonald's cheeseburgers are so delicious you almost have to smile. And I've eaten ice cream and apple pie. And I'm a little bit squeamish. Ow! Ow! Motherfucker! Ow! Sorry. Are you all right? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm great. Yeah, I think I need a cookie. I think I need my cookie now. Put that cookie down! Now! <laughs> the man, you're never gonna get any truth from us. We'll tell you anything you want to hear. We lie like hell. What kind of man can walk into a crowded restaurant and try to kill everyone in sight? I think everybody thinks this couldn't happen to them. It's like something you would see on TV that's far away from you, totally removed. But it happened, and it involves me. And like I said, a lot of people think, hey, it couldn't happen to me. I disagree, I think it could. Violence is as American as apple pie. And I've eaten ice cream and apple pie. Tempting news. Now McDonald's family restaurants have America's favorite dessert on the menu. Hot apple pie, like you've never seen or tasted before. Tender, flaky pastry, plump full of tart sliced apples, and spiced like homemade apple pie. Try it at McDonald's. 
you're kind of late. Violence is as American as an apple pie. We'll tell you that uh, Kojak always gets the killer and that nobody ever gets cancer in Archie Bunker's house. And no matter how much trouble the hero is in, don't worry, just look at your watch. At the end of the hour, he's going to win. We'll tell you any shit you want to hear. Fox News alert right now. New information and video on those reports of that car crash you were looking at in Charlottesville. A warning first to you. This video you're about to see is very graphic. Be warned, some of this is going to be disturbing. Just thinking about Heather, I was in McDonald's drive-thru, and I told him that I'm paying for the lunch for the people behind me. I don't know who it was behind me, but I just knew Heather would care enough. Tonight, we're going to take a closer look at evil, the scale of the killing which Paul Pot directed in Cambodia was impossible for many Americans to imagine. We begin tonight with that breaking news, a horrific scene in Charlottesville, Virginia, a white nationalist rally that descended into deadly violence and chaos. The image is just coming in, a car plowing into a crowd of demonstrators protesting against those white nationalists. A 32-year-old woman killed a number of severe injuries, many life-threatening. Listen up now, this is serious. Wondering, uh... Maybe do something as simple as that. Buy the lunch for the next person behind you. Don't acknowledge it because then you're trying to take credit for it. And that's something Heather never did. She never sat there and took credit for what she did good. She just did it. So next we have Heather's mother. We deal in illusions, man. None of it is true. But you people sit there day after day, night after night, all ages, colors, creeds. We're all you know. You're beginning to believe the illusions we're spinning here. You're beginning to think that the tube is reality and that your own lives are unreal. You do whatever the tube tells you. You dress like the tube. You ate like the tube. You raise your children like the tube. You even think like the tube. To help carry on our important work, I want you to join the secret squadron and wear this official badge and have this secret decoder. My child's famous Facebook post was, if you're not outraged, you're not paying attention. She paid attention. She made a lot of us pay attention. You know what I'm trying to say? I am the walrus. Uh, Fucking bitch. Oh, yeah. I am the walrus. That's ex Shut the fuck up, Donnie. The I. Lennon. Vladimir Ilyich Ulyanov. What the fuck is he talking about? Fucking exactly what happened. Those, oh, that yeah. makes me fucking sick. Well, what do you care, Walter? Those rich fucks. This whole fucking thing. I did not watch my buddies die face down in the muck so that this fucking strumpet, this Walter, fucking whore, I see any could waltz around Vietnam, that. man. Well, there isn't a literal connection. No, Walter, dude. face it. There isn't any connection. On the streets of Charlottesville today, the hate boiling over white supremacists. It's the Nazis, Walter? No, Donnie, these men are nihilists. Facebook and YouTube are facing criticism for the spread of false stories about one of the most outspoken Stoneman Douglas students. Gun control is the solution at this point. David Hogg reported what was happening as he and his classmates hid from the shooter. Sadly, that's what we have to do with our government because our parents don't know how to use a fucking democracy, so we have to. It was his instinct as a student journalist at Stoneman Douglas High. They're pathetic fuckers that want to keep killing our children. They could have blood from children spattered all over their faces and they wouldn't take action. 
But soon after he became one of the most prominent voices for stricter gun laws, he was labeled a fake on some far-right websites and fringe social media. We think what sick fuckers are out there that want to continue to sell more guns, murder more children, and honestly just get reelected. Where, what type of person are you when you want to see more fucking money than children's lives? How, what type of shitty person does that? One conspiracy used an interview he gave as evidence he was a paid actor. Our first response was, that sounded a lot like a gunshot. And we close the door. We tell our teacher she closes the door. And right after she does that, the fire alarm gets pulled. On the day of the shooting, I got my camera and got on my bike and rode as fast as I could three miles from my house to the school to get as much video and get on as many interviews as I could because I knew that it, this could not be another mass shooting. The top searches for him on YouTube today ranged from can't remember his lines to exposed. So most of my friends that made it out, one of them went into a bathroom in the same, I believe in the same hallway because we had had a fire alarm earlier that day and that was a drill. So we thought this was a drill too, just another one. Because uh, we have a lot of fire alarms, uh, a, a lot of fire drills at the school. Um, after we heard the first gunshot, we initially thought it was a drill. Actually, that was a bad choice. It's okay, you're fine. Actually, that was a bad choice because the janitor... Sorry. It's okay, you're fine, David, you're fine. Honestly, when I was going out, I was kind of in... I was in... Hold on. It's okay. When I was going out, I was in shock. I don't know how to put this in perspective. So most of my friends that made it out, one of them went into a bathroom in the same, I believe in the same hallway as the shooter. Hold on. One of them went into the same bathroom, I believe, as the hallway shooter. He was in there at the same time and he was in the bathroom and he didn't know if he was gonna live. Evidence he was a paid actor. I am not a Clinton ploy or an actor. I am a witness to this. This is mass madness, you maniacs! In God's name, you people are the real thing. We are the illusion. So turn off your television sets. Turn them off now. Turn them off right now. Turn them off and leave them off. Turn them off right in the middle of a sentence I'm speaking to you now. Turn them off! Yeah, yeah, it goes like this right here. It's like, uh, niggas always be hollering peace, you know what I'm saying? Peace, my brother, peace this, peace that, you know what I'm saying? But every time I, I uh, try to get a peace of mind, niggas try to get a peace of mind. So I gotta grab my peace. It's the return of the gangster, bankster Them niggas that think y'all soft and say y'all be gospel rapping But they be steady clapping when you talk about bitches and switches and hoes and clothes and weed Let's talk about time traveling, rhyme javelin, something mind unraveling Get down, return of the gangster, bankster Them niggas that got them kids, they got enough to buy ounce But not enough to bounce them kids to the door to the park So they grow up in the dark, never seeing light So they end up being like your star ass Robbing niggas in broad ass, they like get down Return of the gangster, bankster The niggas who get the wrong impression of expression Then the question is big, well what's up with Andre? Is he in a coat? Is he on drugs? Is he gay? When y'all gonna break up? When y'all gonna wake up? Nigga, I'm feeling better than ever What's wrong with you? You get down
episode about uh, the oblique strategies. Yeah. Right? Well, I have an oblique strategy report card for you. Okay. The oblique strategy today is fake it with an exclamation point. Because what you see, Matt, today I was told, man, this episode that you guys did, so amazingly hilarious. And I was like, it was like right after Trump's election. I was like, yeah, I kind of was thinking. Like, I'm having a hard time remembering what was it, in that episode. It is the, the first Yahoo Answer episode. <clears throat> okay. But we begin by, we go from one man did all these characters into us just talking. Like it's music, but we're just talking. Yeah. And you're like, man, every time I get a phone call like that, I'm just giving them the jerk off hand motion. And you're talk- we're talking about Pizzagate. Oh, right. The Podesta stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're clowning on that. And you begin to talk about Facebook and fake news, like right out of the gate. Yeah. And how ridiculous it is. And it bleeds into, I have a story about a panda. I hen. The panda who faked its pregnancy to get more food. Mm-hmm. And in the process of that, you dropped the bombshell on me that Capenzi was dead. <laughs> because I did not know. Okay. <laughs> I did not know that Capenzi was dead. In fact. Oh, right. Okay. So. You're remembering this? Well, no, I kind of. <clears throat> you had brought that up and I, and I mentioned that she died. I mean, because she had died the year prior or something like that i think no just like a couple months prior okay yeah 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 she died in july okay so this was 2016 okay Mm -hmm. right yeah yeah Yeah. this is uh two 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 freaking years ago or i guess a year and a half ago it is crazy see the story about the panda this week i did not i hen i hen Mm -hmm. this panda this panda was set to be a star six-year-old giant panda that last month started to show signs of pregnancy. That's a very big deal. And the staff at the Qingdao Breeding Research Center in China, 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 at the Qingdao (laughs) Breeding Research Center in China. Very good things. China. I can't, I'll never hear it the same again. China. Wrong. Had planned to film her labor in the first ever live broadcast of a panda giving birth, isn't that exciting? Do you remember when? The, remember when the giraffe here had the had the baby? Yeah, and then the baby died. The baby did. Yeah, do you, that was the one. That was none of this now needed. Baby did. <laughs> I didn't know that giraffe baby died. That's the giraffe that ran into the bridge or whatever it was. That what this year? Yes. Capenzi. Moment of silence for Capenzi. Yeah, that was brutal because it was the same one that they that they live streamed, and then it was like running around playing and ran into a. Get the fuck out of here! Are you serious? Yes. 
Dude, that makes me sad. But it also, it was, yeah, it was very sad. I believe you. It's just, I can't remember exactly what happened. I think it ran into like a bridge or something. The live stream of that giraffe giving birth, where it was just standing. That was the thing yeah. that was so funny. Was, was it like dropped out and. <laughs> I mean, that's terrifying, right? Giraffes are tall. Yeah, that's the way they give birth. <laughs> like, well, I, mean, I didn't put two and two together until maybe it was like a couple of weeks ago. I think we were talking about it with somebody. And they were they this were is, talking about how they had watched it, and I was like, "Oh shit, that was the same one that, yeah, like ran and broke its neck or something like that." This is the first official suicide of the Trump presidency. <laughs> Capinzi running into a bridge. <laughs> Giraffes' lives fucking matter. Exactly. Well, I hen. Everybody's real excited. We're gonna live birth this giant panda popping out. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, wouldn't that? Uh, wouldn't this that- this momentous occasion, my friend, <laughs> has been canceled. And do you want to know why? Uh, sounds like there could have been a tragedy, but... As it turns out, I Hen's pregnancy was all just a clever ruse. <laughs> Qingdao staff revealed that the panda had experienced a, quote, phantom pregnancy and had likely faked the symptoms to get extra attention and food. Now, how do they know that... That it intentionally, they think it intentionally faked the symptoms. Before you go further, I have a quote right here from Wu Kongju, an okay. expert at Qingdao. Says, quote, after showing prenatal signs, the mothers to be are moved into single rooms with air conditioning and around the clock care. <laughs> they also receive more buns, fruits, and bamboo. Oh. So, so this- clearly she was like, well, oh, that's pretty nice. So the interesting thing is that if a panda is pregnant, one of the first signs is that they have a reduced appetite. And apparently the panda faked having an appetite or less of an appetite. Mm -hmm. And less mobility. By watching other pandas do the same when they got pregnant. So it was like... Man, that looks like a pretty good kid. <laughs> Let me just not eat for a day and lay here on my side. Yeah, and see what happens. Oh, they, oh she pregnant. She pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put her in the air-conditioned room and bring her mass quantums of food. Yeah. You think those other pandas come back and be like, oh, you don't believe what's going on in there. Air conditioning? Extra buns? Is anyone else concerned that pandas know how to fake a pregnancy? I need to start going back and listening to our old episodes. We put out some good stuff. Yeah. Like listening to that, I'm like, that's a good discussion. And and again, thinking about it in the lens of what has happened recently. We're here. We're 2018. What do you think is fake news? What do I think is fake news? That's a big question to have to to try to answer. Yeah. Right. I can tell you, I guess I can maybe backdoor this thing because I can tell you what's what's not fake news and what I would often get seen at, uh, would often um, seen be presented as fake news or as uh, called fake news. And that's something that um, that you simply disagree with. Or goes against what you believe to be the truth, whether that is the truth or not, um, or 
I guess more accurately, um, the truth, though you don't wish to believe it, is not fake news. So what if I told you that, geez, man. You All right. Yeah, it's just I've been ill and my voice has been very strained. Yeah. Which has not been good because I'm, uh, well, I'm, a, VO, I'm right? a vocal badass. <laughs> and uh, actually, bad time to get sick. Had to talk to Seth last <clears throat> night about, like, hey, man, I'm not a good time, bro. I, it's, it's, it's the weather, but then I got sick coming back from California. Yeah. And I've been down for like a week, fevered with all this new shit has come to light to me personally. <laughs> yeah. And so that's why I was just like, you've gotten some random like, dude, we have to talk like as soon as possible. I need to tell you things. And so I guess maybe the best way that I can describe this is that we deal in the world of the strange. We are known for our propensity to be open-minded to yeah. monster encounters, to tales of ghosts, Sasquatl, sure, witches, aliens, the whole bit, right? Yeah. And we both realize that that's a... Our little neck of the woods. Remember when we had Hadley on and I was like, man, that just goes to show you the kind of bubble that we live in, that we're the ones that know about the missing 411 and the Hotel Cecil. <clears throat> right. Dark water thing and all that. So we were sort of chosen, I guess you would say, to have a little bit of illumination quasi brought to our attention. And what I'm about to try to talk to you about is not something that I think that you haven't heard. In fact, that's what's so weird about the Podesta thing is you are talking to me about how when you were call screening on that show and some people would say some shit like that, you were just like, get, get it out of here. Mm-hmm. And I was describing to someone the other day about 2008 and being at the convention and the 9-11 truther guy that wanted to stay in my hotel room and how I was just like, man, I can't. I can't even, you know? Yeah. And we worked in the world of news. We live in it. We bathe in it. We swim in its waters. Baptized in the waters of news. And that's what's so disturbing about what I'm going to try to explain to you. But I'm going to use some comedy to try to bring it around. Yeah. What's the deal with all these tragedies what was the biggest news story of 2017 to you trying to think back of what all happened i mean when you when you lead me with tragedies the first thing that comes to mind is the las vegas stuff but i don't know if that's where we're headed on this Right, the Las Vegas stuff. The shooting. Right. Yeah. The shooting. The mass shooting. Yes. That was quickly kicked off of the front pages by Harvey Weinstein's sexual allegation thing. And then the rest of the year we rode hashtag me too. Yeah, me too. It was probably the other one that. An odd time to drop a story that 
they admittedly have been sitting on for quite a while. And I do this sometimes, you know, like I'm an introspective fellow. And one of the things about my philosophical stuff um, and the whole idea that I'm always talking about this book club where we're reading books and it's not like we're reading Michael Crichton, you know, we're reading Force Versus Power and Jitterbug Perfume and uh, Carlos Castaneda. And right now we're reading The Four Agreements. And the the central theme to this never ending spoof is that is the idea of dualism in humans that we from the moment that we're born, there are two of us. There's the self and then there's ego in the self and we're fed information and fed information we build these constructs we react to things a certain way because that is the law and then when we learn that maybe the people who taught us the law maybe weren't completely truthful or they didn't give you know we rebel against it and our whole life we're bullshitting with our ego yeah and the reason that we give a shit about the stupid stuff that we give a shit about is because we're concerned about our fucking ego and so the idea of happiness and truth is to kill that ego and the main thing that kills an ego is trauma a traumatic event sometimes multiple tragic events but when you have something that tragically affects you a relationship a, a death uh, the philosophers from the beginning of time that's the amazing thing about this this is this comes down through all different kinds of religions all different kinds of philosophies and the angle of you're so self-centered that you're creating your own unhappiness because really what you're doing is you're worried about you the traumatic event is affecting you because it's you. It's your ego that's affected. It's not learning that these events happen to everyone. Right. And that the true transcendent thing is to how to become a sorcerer over your emotions to always be thinking critically and about things and not just reacting and but in doing that, sometimes I have these moments, you know, uh, I have these moments when I'm 19 where I think that I know every fucking thing. And then I am quickly reminded that I do not. And yeah. I have this build back up to I'm 27 and I have the world by the fucking balls because I know everything. And then I realize, that no, in fact, you don't. One thing that all of a sudden started to astound me is I had this little pull in my gut about what the fuck is going on in the world. And instead of trying to look at the world through the hipster, liberal, long hair that I had grown to enjoy, I was like, wait a minute. Something is off here. Mm -hmm. And I had a conversation with the producer at another radio station, someone who is older and super conservative and the kind of person that doesn't believe in conspiracy theories at all. I was over there working and I'm, you know, doing my news thing, stories, stories, looking at websites. And I saw a website about the Las Vegas. I saw a story pop up about the Las Vegas shooter 
But it wasn't about the Las Vegas shooter. It was about the Las Vegas shooter's brother being into child porn. Right. And I had this moment where I was like, what the fuck, man? Why is that what you're telling us instead of what the fuck was going on with that thing? And one thing, I was here that day, that morning, you know, when that happened. And I'm thinking to myself, holy crap, I'm going to know somebody that was affected by that. Not only do I have friends in Vegas, but there's this massive concert, country music. Yeah, We worked four feet away from one of the largest country music stations sure. in the world. Somebody that we know is going to die. If that's re- the reports are coming in, Jesus, Jesus. And then it was like nothing. It was like right when they showed that dude and with his face blown off in that room with the guns and they started talking about the thing that made his gun so badass, whatever, the bump stock or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was like the tap was turned off. And we weren't even getting the dribble of the news story anymore. And so I thought it odd that out of nowhere, after two weeks of nothing, because all it's been, sexual assault, sexual assault, sexual assault. And granted, when the Weinstein thing dropped, I thought it was bananas that they were like, these guys have been sitting on this story for this long. What an odd time to just drop it now. Yeah. And it was, the question was posed as to like, why? Would you, especially if you're a news organization where you're obviously trying to one up somebody and just think of the reaction to that story and how huge it's been. Like you just said, like that was the theme, at least that was the last last few months of the, of, can you even remember what happened before, before either one of those events really? Yeah. You know, cause the year before it's Trump gets elected and then it's just the beginning of Trump and then Vegas, Harvey Weinstein. I was like, what's the deal with this? I'm sitting at the studio over there, motherfucker, out loud, I guess. And Jim is like, what's the deal? And I was like, dude, Jim, I know who you are and you know who I am. And I like you for that. We connect on a barbecue level. We both love barbecue (laughs) a lot. Nothing wrong with that. No. I was like, man, what's the deal with this? Like, did you see this Vegas story? And he was like, yeah. And he put it, took his headphones off and he laid them down and he took his glasses off and he went like this, you know, he's rubbing his, he's like, you know, Clint, I am the last person that believes in conspiracy theories, but something about that is wrong. And I was like, you mean just the event? he's like, yeah. What the fuck? Like, how, how is there no video of this guy? And in the most video camera town, you can't take a shit in Vegas and there's no video footage of him. And it's just like, they told us this story about how, oh, he was a big gambler and he hauled all his guns up to this room. Jesus, I just thought of something else about that. And all of his guns, he's stockpiling weapons and he's going to bring this mass carnage and it's, and I was like, yeah, I know, right? It's it's just kind of crazy. The biggest change I've seen from that is that Disney will now not let you have do not disturb signs up. So keep, like that's the biggest impact I've keep, seen of this story. Well, and they ban bump stocks in True, certain yeah. states. 
So keep that in your head. That, yeah. that The Disney thing just popped into my head. It was like another revelation of like, this is just something that was just like gnawing on me, you know? And I was just like in this malaise of this news cycle where it was like we would just get to a point and then it's like more bullshit. Yeah. And by bullshit, I mean that the the news is that women everywhere that have been looked at by a man are being raped. And I'm just going to go ahead and say a few things. Like, number one, I think that if you think that a guy asking you out on a date at work is somehow sexual harassment, I think that that belittles people who have actually been raped. I feel like if you are a man who punches a woman in the mouth and holds her down and has your way with her and actually physically assaults and rapes someone. I remember when that was like in my head, the most traumatic thing I could ever think of happening. There really powerful scene in the Sopranos where Dr. Melfi is raped in the stairwell. And now it's like the game of Thrones scene with Jamie and Cersei. And yeah, it's a lot of like what you were talking about earlier with, the Chappelle stuff where the sensitivity, the line, the line has been pushed so far beyond what normal human interaction would allow. So I'm just going to use my first Lebowski quote for the night. Am I the only one that gives a shit about the fucking rules? Yeah. We were all in a position where there was a construct that we were living in socially where, yeah, you, you, you don't be racist, but also if you have a podcast and you're a funny guy from Texas and you want to sometimes slip into a voice like this and people are like, what is that all about? Oh, that people wouldn't think you were a bigot. Right. Which I'm surprised that, I mean, maybe you have, but I'm surprised we haven't gotten more complaints about stuff like that. Bring that shit the fuck on if you want to. And maybe yeah. it's just because nobody's paying any attention yet. Or maybe because But you know what? I've had people get it. Matt, the Christmas Dragon episode, right? Yeah. I'm so proud of it. So proud of it. I shared it with a bunch of people right around Christmas. Random people. And I sent it to someone who is gay. A female who is gay. She was like, I can't wait to listen. And I didn't hear back from her for like four or five hours. And it started to creep through my head. Wait a minute. Did she, she like the song? Did she hear that song and hear us making light of the term <clears throat> faggot? Mm-hmm. And like think that I'm all, she didn't know me that well. Does she think I'm a fucking bigot? Because I'm not kidding. Like I nearly had a panic attack over that. Right. Well, I, I, I mean, I can remember when we were recording that. And I heard that, and I was like, somebody's probably going to say something about that, which I don't think they have, at least not to me, but... Again, it's 10 years old. Yeah. And that's a big part of the reason why it doesn't even dawn on me. I grew up in a world where Eddie Murphy could say things that I wasn't even old enough to handle. Mm -hmm. What the fuck is free speech, dude, if we're going to be like that to each other because you know what i know racist people (laughs) yeah i spent eight years on the phone with them at klif especially during the 
fucking election of Barack Obama. I know what hate looks like. But I also know why Dave Chappelle is funny. The fact that that podcast, that I got creeped out about whether or not someone would be like, oh my God, what's the matter with you? Yeah. And you know what? Like when I realized, I looked at myself through that philosophical lens and I was like, what the fuck is the matter with you? The reason that you are who you are is because you're not going to, don't bend to that bullshit. And yet it's like a witch hunt in, in the world right now. It's, um, we've had this conversation that we're, I work in a office where it's probably an equal amount of males and females, probably more female than, than male. But when all this, the Me Too stuff was really, really kicking into full gear, uh, a lot of the guys in the office were having this conversation just about how, like, I'm not trying to equate. Now, here I am trying to, trying to, uh, you know, deflect any sort of criticism before what I'm about to say. I'm not trying to equate anyone who's actually gone through like real trauma or anything with what I have to deal with on a daily basis. No, but as as a man, and I'm sure you can agree. Like as a man in this world, I constantly have in the back of my head, like, am I following this this woman too closely? I happen to be like, we have a I park in a garage that's across across a street from our building, so. A lot of times I'm I end up following a woman and getting into the elevator behind her and getting off at the same at, at the same level that she's getting on and the whole time I'm thinking does she think I'm going to rape her? Does she think that I'm going to to do something? Like in my that is on constant repeat in my head because I'm worried about not that I'm going to do something. I'm not worried about, oh, suddenly I'm going to slip up and actually accidentally rape this person. Right. Or, or say something or, you know, do something that would would hurt somebody. But what I'm worried about is that someone would even just perceive me as that way and say something. Right. And, like, I'm, I'm constantly under this 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 threat of, um, you know, did I, did I say the right thing? Did I do the right thing? I'm always reevaluating what I'm doing, especially in a professional environment where... A lot of people take that seriously, and, and and like it's your it's your deal if you take that seriously. But like I am, I feel like I can't ever get that out of my head. Right. But I know I don't have any bad intentions. I don't dislike anybody because of their their female or because you're seriously one of the best people that I've ever met. I, I mean, I don't, I don't feel negative thoughts towards anyone for no, any you're, reason. You're the sweetest effing guy, and I'm a sweet guy, and I'm telling you that. Yeah, it's. And I'm sorry. I I know right now that there are people that listen to us that need to look in the fucking mirror and take two steps the fuck back from being a goddamn social justice warrior. And here's why. Most of the time, it's somebody that isn't affected by the said cause that is waving their fucking arms like it's a throwing penalty flags at people right there's a fantastic video of a transgendered woman who is black and powerful being like who the fuck is you bitches to tell me how i should feel about somebody using the term tranny did we have the discussion about the michigan college kids who were pulled off the air 
Did I play that for you for saying tranny? I, I don't think I don't, so. I don't think I yeah. did. College kids in Michigan on the air, and they use the term tranny, and the woman swings the studio door open with a police officer and is like, you guys, you're off the air. I'm pulling you off the air. And they're like, what? She's like, you used one of the words you can't say. And they're like, what, what, what did we say? She was like, you said tranny. And they're like looking at her like, oh, what, 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 what did we do? And there's a genius line where one kid goes, did you have to call the police? <laughs> it's true, though. It's absolutely true. I, it's it's made it it's made it impossible for any two people I think to sit down and actually have a substantive. I, I think it's part of the reason why we are where we are politically. And so here is why I think what I'm about to talk to you about holds water, mm-hmm. because I'm telling you, not very long ago, I don't know how I would have even begun to handle what I'm about to say to you, but I am seriously thinking that there is some hardcore fucking manipulation that is behind all of this. So what if we've been duped? (laughs) What the fuck if? Remember the Wizard of Oz? Remember Oz? Yeah. The great and powerful and knowledgeable Oz. And the whole movie was designed to move through the terrors of Oz to get to the figure, the man. What happened? A fucking tiny dog ran over to a curtain and pulled it back and exposed that there was no great and powerful Oz. There was a man with a big microphone that made his voice sound real big and fireworks. And there's a little tiny man behind that fucking thing. There was nothing to be scared about. There was no dude behind that curtain that held some sort of salvation for you to, to fix your broken heart or your lack thereof or the fact that you're a pussy. There is none of that. There's no social justice warrior behind that curtain. That can fix everything. That can fix it. Yeah. No. In fact, it was all a fucking ruse. That shit right there. The idea that we're in the boredom killing business, man. You can't believe the fucking shit that we're saying because we're saying the shit that you want to hear the way that we want to peddle it to you and you're going to eat it up and you're going to dress the way we tell you to and you're going to eat the things we tell you to. You're saturated in it. I I want you to think to, I mean, they came out and said it that when Facebook this past week made this change with how they were going to feed you or populate your news feed and they said we're going to we're going to de-emphasize posts from media outlets companies brands we're going to give you more stuff that your friends and your family's commenting on and they're posting and why did they do that to make you happy that's exactly what they said we want you to be happy mm-hmm. and just think about the social engineering behind that think about the fact that they are changing what they show you in order for you to feel more happy when you're looking at Facebook. So, so that you'll way, look at it longer. Right. So that way, when you put it down, five seconds later, you'll be like, I wonder what's going on on Facebook right now. And you pick it back up. Think of, think about that. Now, the capitalists can say it's because they want more eyes on there so they can sell your data and, and, and make more money. That's fine. But think of it as a, I mean, look how important 
that stuff was. Going back to our old podcast and how important and how influential that stuff was when it came to even trying to agree on a standard set of facts. Right. It was impossible. It was impossible with what you were seeing on Facebook, on Twitter, on any of these, on on cable news. It was absolutely impossible for the country to agree that the sky is blue and the earth is green and round or whatever else we can't agree on now anymore. It is engineered to simply give you that dopamine fix and to keep you quote unquote happy, which means, I guess, keep you seeing things that you agree with and just reinforces your own bullshit behavior and belief. And I say this because I see it from every freaking side. So now I'm going to take it a step further. I finally did something that maybe my righteous ass should have done a while longer. When some random person was like, hey, have you guys looked at that? And I was like, Pff. yeah, dismissive Clint. You seen this video before? Yeah, yeah, sure. This is Charlottesville. The car crash. Now, what if I told you that that car that drove off drives around the town for an hour with its bumper hanging way out mm-hmm. and that all of the video footage from all of these people that have put this shit up online, not one of those fucking people is hurt, dude. Not only are they not hurt, this area of the town is like a little alley behind a warehouse in downtown. And that maroon van that is right there was there seven minutes before this occurred. There's video footage of it. Because before there were protesters on the street, oddly enough, there were a few people that were live streaming the event. Just so happened to be right there. Almost as if they knew that this was coming, even though the real protest was a few blocks away and the white nationalists and the Nazis, Walter, the Nazis. Are these men Nazis, mm-hmm. Walter? And these men are cowards, Donnie. <laughs> if you just take the premise of what if they faked this event? Just what if? As soon as you start to watch it like that, it's like, holy crap, they wouldn't do that in this situation. It was a set in the fake news era that we live in. Times picture of the year is fucking photoshopped. I don't know how much of this you've actually heard because I, I know you don't. No, I've, I've, I've seen a fair amount of this. Again, it's all speculation, you know, in a free speech society. I'm just saying that maybe this event didn't take place the way that it's been portrayed. Let me clarify that because I want to be sure that I don't offend any of the victims. Right. Even though there are zero. So the only thing that makes me question this is if this is a conspiracy on someone's part. You want to know why? No, no, no. I want to know. I want to know, like, why are you, why would you use the same people over and over again? That's a pretty shitty job of putting together a conspiracy is what i think what was the first thing that she said if you're not paying attention you should be Mm -hmm. 
nobody's paying attention. They are so convinced that people have bought it hook, line, and sinker yeah. over and fucking over again. And dude, I don't have answers. When you look at this through the eyes of maybe what they've been telling us isn't really exactly true, it totally fucking stopped me down. But this is why I had such an epiphany about the big Lebowski. Because what is Lebowski? He's a fraud. He doesn't have any money even. Oh, father has no real money of his own. That's the foundation's money. And the Nazis, the nihilists are the, the thing to be afraid of. And the, they're going to kill that poor woman. And the whole time Walter's like, she probably kidnapped herself, dude. Yeah. And he's like, mind blown. But then they give him the toe. You want a toe? I can get you a toe. I can get you a toe in a couple of hours. And he's like, but, but Walter. And he's like, they're going to kill that poor w-. bullshit. He calls all of it to the fucking T. Walter does the whole goddamn time until he claims that the dude in the wheelchair can walk. And that's when he's wrong once. And then there's one other really funny thing is that Donnie is the only casualty. And what does he die of? Fear. I mean, (laughs) dude, I know. I know. Boy, do I fucking know. But let me tell you something. Again, we're the fucking people that tell people that there are ghosts speaking to them in a graveyard and Sasquatl in, sure. in the woods. Sure, I get that. I, I, I understand the, the, the open-mindedness of this. I, I mean, my, my biggest problem with, with all conspiracy talk is that it so often devolves into everything is manufactured. I, I completely agree. There is no room for there to be a lunatic with a gun or a random shooting or an attempted assassination or whatever, or a 9-11 or a terrorist attack. There's no room. I mean, I'll just say like in the, in the, for the Alex Joneses of the world, there's no room in their head for those things to have happened, actually happened. Every single thing that we see is manufacturing operation, right? Yeah. And I just don't, I, I mean, in, in my head, the same way that I don't believe every sighting is a Sasquatch and I don't believe every ghost great sighting is, is a ghost sighting. Like, I, I, it cannot be true. Right. It just cannot be true. There are too many people that have to be involved. Like, you, you mentioned the, the McDonald's thing, and I, and I need to look into more of it. But, like, for there to be a mass shooting, there has to be people that respond to it that are not paid actors. I mean, there are actually police officers. There are actually firefighters. And, and then none of those people entered the building. That's one of the most amazing things about it. Yeah. And, and what is crazy is that it's not trying to tell you that it's fake. It's just the most shocking thing is the, the things that happen that they get something from. And there's one that really stands out in my head that, again, I totally agree with you. Everything can't be fucking bullshit. It does make you wonder what else is bullshit. But right. the South Carolina, the church shooting. Sure. The thing that caused the guy to say the chip a can or whatever, uh, the flying thing that could pick up a cow because that guy was calling to rant and rant because I was on the air that night that that white yeah. kid went in and shot up that black church. 
never seen anything about that being not true, you know, and, 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 and I believe, you know, pretty hardcore that happened. And I do think that there are times when things happen. It's just like with the Sasquatch thing, man. It only takes one of them to be true. Right. To at least crack the door open to where you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. And you know what's really interesting about that episode, again, was brought to me today of us talking about fake news. It's called Questioning the Answers. That's the title of it. Yeah. And that is the thing that I guess nobody is fucking doing. At this point, that's the most confusing thing to me. Why trusting the thing that everybody says they cannot trust yeah. implicitly is the gold standard. Why trusting that those, the thing that those things are going to tell us, that trust in that is a more righteous cause than saying, hey, man, that dude's not a racist. Calm down. Calm the fuck down. Yeah. What I'm wondering is just like with Oz, it's great and powerful and you're, you're so, you, it's almost like you get so confident in your ability to just manipulate that a fucking dog's going to come out and pull the curtain back. Mm-hmm. If one of those is staged, didn't that piss you off? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I, I know we are dismissive or have been of a lot of this stuff in the past. Um, I think, again, I think, I think my biggest problem with it, like I said earlier, is that everything cannot be, everything cannot be fake. Everything cannot be, there is some truth unless, I mean, unless you want to say the whole fucking thing is fake and we, we don't exist and we live inside a computer or something like that, like then... Uh, then we have something to talk about but if if you accept certain realities then then there not everything can can be manufactured by it's just not possible well it is impossible for yeah. everything to be fake yeah because i mean there is real news yeah you know there is there is real event yeah there is the crazy thing is it's the domino effect of the reaction to and what happened after that? If that whole thing was bullsh, what happened after that? It's the fucking world's coming to an end. Black versus white, neo-Nazis, I'm so terrified. Now here's the other thing, dude. Who brought the term fake news to the table? Mm-hmm. A guy from a reality television show that won the presidency by calling out all of the politicians and single-handedly knocking them off one after one. He knows that it's bullshit. Hell, he runs around in the same fucking circles as these people. Yeah. You know, everybody was like, he's not even a Republican. He's a Democrat. He's... Bill and Hillary are at his wedding. Yeah. But guess what? He's like, fuck it. All right, fake news. And honestly, if you look at it from the... They're like, dude, we got to get this unstable motherfucker off the goddamn screen because he may He's just, calling out all the bullshit. He stood in that hotel and said, yeah, 
there are good and bad people on both sides of that thing in Charlottesville. And everyone was like, what the fuck is he saying? You mean there are good Nazis? These men are nihilists. <laughs> These men are cowards. When you think about it from that angle, it, it's <laughs> fucking nuts. And it, what happened? It everyone recontextualizes the entire goddamn brick. Yeah. What if he is so fucking genius in his own Trumpian way that they are fucking terrified because every goddamn thing is lobbed at him. It's it it does make you like if if we were to entertain the notion that some or all or most of this stuff is true, it makes you think. Um, no wonder he doesn't take this shit seriously. Like, how could you if 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 this were to be true and you knew it? How could you take the presidency seriously? At that at that stage, when you're looking at everything around you to be tugging at the puppet strings of, of America, like nothing fucking matters. Nothing matters other than the fact that people take this shit seriously. Say one of these is fake. Say the Charlottesville thing is fake. Well, the real consequences are, of that are people looking at each other, people looking at your neighbor or people looking at other people on Facebook in a way that, like, suddenly I don't trust that person. Suddenly I'm afraid. I, I, I know people after Charlottesville saying, I'm afraid to walk the streets because I'm afraid that some that a Nazi is going to come out and attack me. What because, did Donnie die of? Because I'm whatever. Exactly. That is the most fucked up part of it. Because using Nazis to strike fear in the hearts of men and women across this country to, in fact, do what the Nazis did. That's some fucked up shit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to be uber dark, but I also want to at least entertain the notion that maybe the fact that I look at things and I'm like, dude, this is fucked up that I'm not wrong about that, that it is in fact fucked up. Yeah. And there really isn't there really isn't this kind of bullshit. Controlled danger, man. Controlled danger. Dude, I'm not happy about it at all. And especially because of what we do. Yeah. But if you're honest enough to the point where you can say you know what maybe at least let me think for a second how many times i let my fucking ego get in the way of some kind of information just because it was coming from a different place or sounded so completely different than what i was used to yeah when at the same time we all grow up reading 1984 and the idea, the idea of these other scary totalitarianism and the, the, the very words that everyone said Obama was, right? Mm -hmm. You know, it's disturbing, but it's also like, if you don't have the faith to look at it, are you so fragile that you can't? contemplate the possibility why does it hurt you why is it so difficult for you to you say 
if you maybe if you are such a social justice pillar of yeah and that's the thing dude we have literally somewhere the switch has been flipped the idea of challenging issues and thoughts has become somehow you're a pariah if you even yet at the same time the crazy 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 social mob that everyone just gets behind it's the fucking sheep thing dude yeah it used to drive me crazy when people would use oh just another sheeple used to drive me crazy well did it drive me crazy because maybe i was like scared of them being right right that while i was too busy thinking about how funny i was in analyzing the news that maybe i let my high and mightiness and really investigating what the fuck was being told to me whether or not there was some truth to it when some people were like hey there's there's some things everybody's got cameras now there's people taking pictures with that goddamn car from charlottesville like posing with it why is that yeah why was the fucking thing driving 10 miles an hour down the fucking around the circle shouldn't they be chasing that guy because he just killed the woman they killed that poor woman even though she was not squished between those two cars like they told us and she's sitting up in that video and they're patting her knee and there's no blood and they're just yelling medic medic we need a medic here we need a medic here Dude. It's the scariest part of, of all of it is just how easily fake or not fake, how easily people are willing to just go along. Yes. Yes. And it's it's again, I, 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 I say this because I see people who are so quick to even if you just want to look at it as a as a liberal versus conservative or a Democrat versus Republican thing, how you will deny every single thing someone from the other side says. But everything from your side is truth and gospel. And how willing they are to not ever even question the answers. What, what they, exactly. Not question the answers. Not question anything that does not fit into their worldview. I'm not even talking about as crazy as it's all fucking fake. But just... Oh yeah, just the just idea... Entertaining of- the idea of... Even your side could be wrong every once in a while. Yeah, the idea that maybe you don't know every fucking thing. Yeah. And it's so... And why should that be a challenge for people who are so confident? And I'm talking about me. Yeah. This is an expose on me. Well, like, like you said, there, there are moments in, in, in your life where you can easily look back and say, I didn't know shit. I thought I knew shit. I didn't know shit. You know what? And I made that mistake back then. But I'm smarter now. Now I know all the shit. And you you don't have the... You don't have... I, I think in a way, like for most people, it's impossible. I think it's impossible to be in that headspace at all times and say, well, you, you know, unless you're fucking Socrates and be able to say, well, I, I know that I don't know shit. Because at some point you have to come to some sort of agreed upon set of facts in your life that helps you live your life. The four agreements. 
mm-hmm. by the way. And, and I'm telling you, it's, there is no such thing as coincidence. There isn't. There is no coincidence in the fact that my crosshairs of this really examining the dual nature of human and myself and getting to the point where once again, I thought I knew fucking everything, even though I think I've said it on this podcast before that the moment that you know, think you know everything is the moment that you should really check yourself. Like the moment that you think you have it figured out, boom, yeah. that house of cards is coming down Yeah, because this that we're in, this construct that we are in, the human condition, this mortal coil of ours, it's about the struggle. That's the point. That's the whole fucking point. And I don't understand why so many people don't see shit, man. I've checked out. I've got my head in the fucking sand. And you know what? They sure as shit make it easy to do. Mm -hmm. Because they peddle booze and they peddle drugs like candy. They feed you everything to be worried about and then they give you every exit ramp to take care of the symptom but not the cause right you're not treating any disease you're just masking pacifying yeah your eye hinting it i'm gonna pretend for a minute like i don't have an appetite so that they'll put me in that room with air conditioning and give me all the donuts i want to eat so i'm gonna fake that i'm pregnant so last night the ghost of Capenzi crashed into my garage that's right Capenzi of course if everyone needs to be updated was in fact questioning the answers we discussed this Capenzi the giraffe born in Dallas was she even real Matt broke, <laughs> Matt broke it to me that three months later she was running around and crashed and died and I thought that that was horrible because why would you birth a giraffe from such a height and then have it so that it, it can, could easily break its neck that way. bang its head on something. So I got to laughing about Capenzi today and I, I kind of sent you the picture. Yeah. So I was talking to, uh, to our friend and, and they were like, tell me about Capenzi. What was the thing? And they were really cracking up at the moment of silence for Capenzi <laughs> and then completely confused as to why other voices come in when I play the the ticket, Paul, and uh, they're like, what the hell is going on there? They even told me to try to explain it like I was telling my five-year-old what, what I was talking about. They're like, so this didn't ha- – there wasn't another person in the room with you. I was like, no, no, there's not. It's just the two of us, I promise. So they were like, but seriously, what's the, what's the deal with that? I, I go and I'm like, okay, well, here's the story. Internet – Famous baby giraffe, Capenzi, dies at the Dallas Zoo. And I stumbled across maybe the funniest statement I've ever read in a news story. And it comes in an awfully sad story. But it, what in the hell are they thinking they're trying to tell us here with this? 
So the story goes like this. Kapinzi, a baby giraffe that captivated an internet audience with its live birth at the Dallas Zoo a few months ago, has died. The calf was scampering around the giraffe habitat Tuesday evening when she ran into the perimeter and broke her neck. The zoo said Kapinzi died instantly. This is a huge loss for our giraffe herd, our staff, and our guests, Greg Hudson, zoo president and CEO, said in a statement. To be honest, it hurts terribly. We're crushed, and everyone here is mourning. Her mother, Katie, visited Kapinzi before veterinarians and keepers removed her, the zoo said. Quote, running is a typical behavior for giraffes of all ages, <laughs> especially young ones like Kapinzi, said Harrison Edel, a zoo, senior zoo director. We've been very cautious with where we've allowed Kapinzi to roam as we were with her siblings when they were small. It's heartbreaking that this happened where it did despite our precautions. <laughs> Again, running is a typical behavior for giraffes of all ages. Yes. So then I nearly shit the bed when I saw that Amir, 13 days later, DallasNews.com had this story for us with the headlines screaming, USDA rules baby giraffes dead last last month at Dallas Zoo an accident. (laughs) A federal investigation ruled Wednesday that baby giraffe Kapinzi's death in her Dallas Zoo enclosure last month was an accident, officials said. They found, quote, no issues with our staff or the habitat. As we knew immediately, this was simply a heartbreaking, tragic accident. (laughs) While it's hard to accept the randomness of the accident, we are heartened at the strength of the love for Kip and our staff. She continues to be a remarkable ambassador for her threatened species. What a remarkable legacy for a beautiful girl. (laughs) So glad they got to the bottom of that one. Because running is a typical thing for giraffes of all ages. Yeah, in case you weren't aware. The fact that this one killed itself while doing so, nothing to see here. Merely an accident. Merely an accident. A tragic act of random accidentness. Mm-hmm. So last night, I'm in my office contemplating the struggles of the world at my home. And I heard this loud like, like what the fuck was that but i had my headphones on like i do right now you know yeah it was editing and i was like hmm. okay well i had one thing to do today besides be here one thing on this mlk day and uh as i got ready and got in my car to do so push the button on the garage door nothing it went wait a minute what the hell so i go around front and there's a big fucking dent in my garage middle top panel but no signs of a struggle just a (laughs) bin like there's no like crowbar marks where somebody tried to jack it open it's a metal door what the fuck so i go 
and I hit the manual switch, you know, so I can lift this bitch up and get yeah. my car out of my garage. No, no, it was not having it. So the dude's in a rental because my car is stuck, stuck in, in your own garage because the ghost something. of Capenzi <laughs> ran into my house. Running is typical, even for ghosts. Giraffe ghosts. <laughs> this felt cathartic in a way, but it's also very, very frustrating. But let's all take a moment to stop thinking that we have every fucking thing figured out. And you know what? If you're the guy who's trying to convince the masses that there is such a thing as Bigfoot... And you're just like, why don't you see that this is a possibility? I mean, look at the history and the reports of the sightings and the things and all the witnesses accounts. And then when someone tells you something that may be a little bit counterintuitive to what you think, you're like, nah, nah, bruh. I don't even have time to look at you. Open your mind. Did we accomplish anything? I think so. I know this isn't what you expected at all. (laughs) So if you're listening to us here on OK Talk, you obviously know that you can find us on whatever podcast app you want to use. We're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. We're on Google Play. We're on TuneIn. We're on a number of others. We are on Overcast, which I proudly use. Uh, you can find us at OKTalkShow.com. Leave us a rating and review wherever you find us. Uh, and please, that's a that's a big help. You can also find us online at Twitter.com slash OKTalkShow, Facebook.com slash OKTalkShow, OKTalkPodcast on Instagram, and OKTalkPodcast at gmail.com if you want to send us a your thoughts or uh, any requests or any well wishes or anything you want to say to us directly, feel free to take that avenue and uh of course if you can if you can spare five bucks brother um support our sponsor new amsterdam k-n-e-w amsterdam.com you'll find notebooks you'll find cigarette cases which can double as wallets if you prefer or hold whatever you want to carry with you you can find the uh the writer set which comes with a bunch of different things and um Hit them with the promo code OKTALK. You'll get 20% off your order. Again, that's newamsterdam.com, K-N-E-W, Amsterdam.com. Tell them we sent you. Share it on social media. And and also, you know, we we said, hey, send us an email with your email if you want to get an alert. And I think I got two emails. So, um, yeah, OKTALKpodcast at gmail.com, OKTALKpodcast at gmail.com. I realize that you just listened to this podcast. It isn't what you do for a living. You just listen to podcasts and hey, it's awesome because it's free and I'm fucking entertaining and Matthew is as well to a lesser extent. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, you like what we do and, and you get it for free and it's awesome. And um, go review our show, uh, especially now with the changes in the iTunes thing. Mm-hmm. It's important. It helps people listen to it. Also, we have other places that we are like the YouTube thing that we've been talking about and we'd like to boost that up a little bit, but thank you for listening and just know like, Hey man, I get this shit for free. Yeah. Like maybe I could take two damn minutes to write something. 
Write um, something. It, it matters, and 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 I wouldn't say that if it didn't. Tell a friend also. Tell one friend that you see about OK Talk. Don't make this the episode that you share with them, <laughs> because this is There's plenty. Of, can pick your favorite. Next level. Next level shit. Yeah. No, um, they're not ready for this shit. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Uh, just because we're bereaved doesn't make us fucking saps. <laughs>
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.